Hi, and welcome to the Kintsugi Life podcast with me, Toby Hazelwood. This podcast is all about how we can learn, grow, and strengthen from the challenges that everybody faces in life, valuing them as part of what makes us who we are and equips us for our future success. Right now, let's get into the content. Hi, it's Toby Hazelwood here. And today's topic is on the idea of willpower and why willpower is sometimes not enough to get us through times of challenge or times of difficulty. Now, this follows on from a blog post, which I'll link to in the show notes or in the footnotes for this. Um, But what what got me thinking about this topic was um, how people would describe me. Um, Now, I think we're all prone to reflecting sometimes on how we're seen by the outer world and how people who know us view us and the sorts of things they think about when they describe us. And I'd like to think that people who know me best would describe me as someone who has a lot of willpower, who commits to something, and when they commit to something, they actually do what they say they're going to do. Now, I don't mean this to um, make it sound like I'm boasting or or being conceited about me, but I think I've got a number of things in my life which demonstrate this trait. So before I go on to my dissection of, of willpower and how I think it plays out in our lives, I wanted to give you a couple of examples so you can see what I mean. So I think the key thing for me is when something truly aligns to my values, I, it's really important to me and it's something that I really consider to be worthy of my effort and worthy of my time and something that I really want to achieve, I really go for it wholeheartedly um, to the point of being quite stubborn, quite single-minded and willing to do whatever's necessary in order to make things happen. So a really good example of that, I guess, would be the way I've lived my life as a parent following the divorce from my ex-wife over 12 years ago. Now, um, she and I didn't have any catastrophic failures in our marriage, we just decided we weren't right to be together, but by the time we parted, when I was just just before my 30th birthday in fact, we had two daughters, uh, then aged around, I think they were about seven and three at the time, and we were both determined that while we weren't going to be together as husband and wife, we were keen to make sure that we both played an active part in raising our kids. So to that end, we both committed to co-parenting them equally and we've shared custody of them equally for the rest of their lives since. So my eldest is now 19, my youngest is 15 and although the eldest has now left home, for, for, for all the time that she was at home we, we raised them equally so they'd live with me one week and with her the next. And as you can hopefully imagine that's not easy, obviously no, no parenting is easy and especially single parenting is definitely not easy, I can attest to that. But When you go to raise your kids and you decide you're going to do your best to raise them, if you're doing it as a single parent, then, you know, half the time you're completely alone. Um, You have no one else to call on for support and you you kind of really have to fight the battles. And similarly, when you eventually decide you might want to go on and form another relationship, that also brings with it its own challenges because you're doing so with, with your kids in tow. Now, for me, because my values were placed upon being a good parent and raising my kids as best as I could, it was a no-brainer, you know, it was an absolute no-brainer that that lined with my values, that was what I wanted to do, and so I was going to do whatever I needed to in order to make it happen. So there's one example. Um, I think another example would be in terms of my career, you know, alongside uh, my commitments to being a parent, I was determined I was going to have a fulfilled and rewarding career, and so, you know, I've done that, I've brought that about for myself, you know, I've gone from being an employee to eventually being self-employed and building my own business. Um, 
And along the way, there've been challenges. There've been times when I didn't feel stretched. There've been times when I've had to do stuff that I didn't really want to do. There've been times when I kind of really felt like I needed to move on and break out of my comfort zone, you know, if it felt like I was stagnating. And so I've done that. I've taken the difficult decisions sometimes and I've made sure that my core value there of having a rewarding and fulfilling career has been fulfilled. So I believe that also demonstrates the commitment and tenacity. Um, and I think one final example would be in my diet and exercise in latter years, you know, not all, always through my life. When I was probably in my mid-twenties, I was a wreck, you know, I was in bad shape. I was heavily overweight, probably a good 60 or 70 pounds heavier than I am now and, and not in great shape. But for the last few years, you know, I've identified what really works for me. And of course, there have been fluctuations, but over time, I've, I've kind of learned what works for me and I've learned what exercise appeals to me and what I'm good at and what has the beneficial effects for me. And so I've pursued that relentlessly. Um, and so those are kind of three, three high-level examples that I hope, I, I believe, will demonstrate to you that I do have willpower. Or at least I used to think it was just willpower. Um, and what I've come upon is an idea that challenges that and challenges whether willpower is solely the thing that we rely on when we're dealing with stuff and when we're working towards stuff and being tenacious and being committed, is that purely willpower? And in reality, for me, I don't think it is. You know, I read a brilliant article um, and I've quoted that in my own blog post, which obviously I'll link to, as I mentioned. But the, the substance of that article was that when you commit to something, when you come across an idea or you decide to formulate a plan or take a series of actions, it all really comes down to taking a decision that's actually going to shape your environment to facilitate you in making that choice and then following through on that choice. And the key thing there is about the decision. So, you know, when you take a decision, you're training your desires and you're reshaping your brain, if you like, and your identity around what it's gonna to take to match those desires. And I think the best way of thinking about that is the idea that you know, if you, if you decide, for example, that you are determined that you're going to lose weight or you're determined you're going to achieve a level of fitness, it's not simply a case of you think you're going to do it because you quite fancy it and, you know, it would be nice to be fitter and it would be nice to be a few pounds lighter. But actually, if you're really determined, you decide, you know, enough's enough, I'm out of shape, I'm, I'm heavy, I'm feeling unfit, I want to be around for my family, I want to be more, feel more attractive in myself, I want to have a better body image, I want to be here for the long term in life and, and fit and well for as long as I possibly can be. So if you're actually truly deciding on that, then what you're doing is you're going to shape your mind around and shape your identity around the achievement of that goal. So I think speaking for myself and probably speaking for other people who I know have committed to things in such a way, they've taken a decision and I've taken a decision that that's the way I want to live. And once you do that, once you take that decision, everything happens on a much more conscious level. You don't just kind of drift through life hoping that you're not gonna be challenged, hoping that you're not gonna be knocked off track or kind of hoping that you're not gonna be faced with temptations that may sort of knock your plans off of line, but rather you've decided. So therefore you start to shape your environment around you. You shape your choices. You know, your choices become second nature. The things, the foods that you have in your home become second nature. You make sure you've always got access to exercise gear and to a gym to go to work out at. And, and fundamentally, then, you don't need to exert willpower because willpower is almost the opposite of having taken a decision. You know, if you need willpower and you find yourself needing willpower, then it kind of indicates that you're still battling somewhere inside with that decision. You know, you don't necessarily believe yourself or you haven't truly committed to what you're planning on achieving. 
So the willpower, in a way, is a good way of highlighting to yourself and flagging that, you know, maybe there's something lacking here. Maybe there's something that's missing in your psyche or missing in your mind or in your mindset or in your identity, which means you're not really committed to the thing you want. And then you have to work on that rather than just thinking you've got to build up more willpower so you can resist drinking alcohol during the week or resist cake or resist sweets, you know, those kinds of things just demonstrate where you need willpower and have to exert willpower, which again is a symptom of not having decided. So when you decide, it feels like you're genuinely committed on a deep intrinsic level. You know, there's no wavering in your mind. There's no kind of indication in you that actually something's missing here, but rather you're committed to what you plan to achieve and therefore it's more just a case of execution. Now I think there's a few steps to that and there's a few different things that play a part. You know, the first step is fundamentally the decision. You, you are making a decision to pursue a goal and ultimately once you've had that, made that decision, and I'm speaking for myself here, once I've made that decision, I know I'm equipped with determination and resolve to go about achieving it. You know, if I'm absolutely certain about something, you know, if I'm thinking about a new business venture or I want to write a new book or a new blog post or you know, I want to achieve something in my in my work, you know, once I've formulated how I'm going to do it and I've decided that that's what I'm going to do, you know, I have that determination and that's where that determination comes from. But, you know, determination and decision aren't alone what's responsible in my view. I think what you then need to have is the discipline to follow through on it. You know, the discipline is what that we have, what we have to exert over ourselves, just as we'd exert it over anyone else, to to kind of make ourselves stick to the plan, to make us, ourselves do what we know is ne needs to be done when it needs to be done with the appropriate level of energy and with the appropriate level of priority in our lives. So if you're not willing to exert that discipline, then chances are you're going to let yourself off the difficult decisions, let yourself off the unappealing action that you need to take, or you know just kind of let your standards slip. And I'll come back to standards in a minute. A further element besides decision and discipline I believe is the grit and determination. So determination, if we want to stick with the themes of words beginning with D, determination is what makes us carry on when times get tough. You know, when we feel like quitting, the grit or the determination is what actually makes us draw upon our inner reserves, if you like, to, to carry on, to make sure that we don't let ourselves off, to make sure that we don't quit, to make sure that we don't just default to the easy decisions, but that we carry on exerting the discipline and we carry on acting with determination to achieve what we want to achieve. And in all those instances, you know, willpower maybe plays a small part in my mind, but you can't just attribute it to willpower. So willpower is really the power of our will to carry on. You know, it's the clue is in the name. It's the power of our desire to carry on, but the desire has to come from that decision, from the discipline and from the determination to get something done. And when we truly have committed to that decision and we know it's what we want to do, then the rest really does become a lot easier. The other thing is, is I think, <clears throat> the part of the process of taking the decision is that it links to the standards that we set for ourselves and the standards that we want to set and maintain for other people. So if we decide that we're going to be fit and healthy, again, using that example, then the obvious point is that we're not willing to, to kind of let ourselves off. Our standard of ourselves, our vision of ourselves, is going to be someone who is energetic, who takes care of their appearance, who doesn't overeat or overdrink, who is kind of committed to exercise as much as they're committed to every other aspect of everything worthy in their lives. And that, that is their standard for the self. You know? And similarly, if you have lowly standards for yourself, um, such as you know, you're willing to let it slide, you think, well, what the hell, I might as well have 
another drink because I've had that one or I might as well have another slice of cake or I'm going to miss this work up, workout because I missed the one on Monday and you know therefore what's the point it doesn't really make a lot of difference the point about standards is that we will rise or fall to the level of standards that we hold for ourselves and ultimately it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy so I think Tony Robbins says something along the lines of you know, if you want to change your life or if you want to upgrade your life, you need to change or upgrade your standards. And that seems to be the best way of thinking of it. You know, the standards are the acceptable benchmark. They're the acceptable level of anything in our lives. You know, if I want to set out to just earn enough money to survive and just about pay my bills and not have enough to do anything else, then that's basically what my actions will be guided towards because they're shaped by the standards I hold for myself and the expectations I have of myself and the aspirations I have for myself. Um, but it all starts with the standards and those standards come from the decisions we take about how we want to live and act in life. So I think you can see that hopefully now willpower kind of comes to the surface when we're, we're kind of doubting those decisions and when the standards have, have kind of blurred the boundaries of what's the, what's the acceptable level of what we want in our life. You know, if we have to exert financial uh, willpower over our finances, for example, then you know, chances are when we're, we're faced with a tempting option or when someone gives us some money, we're tempted to spend it rather than invest it or to save it or to, to pay off our, our debts, perhaps. When we are faced with the opportunity to, to eat an indulgent meal rather than eat the, the healthy meal that we've planned for ourselves or whether we're te when we're tempted with the opportunity to, to skip a workout or someone, you know, op offers us the opportunity to go out to the, to the bar instead of going to the gym. You know, we'll have to exert willpower if we want to stick to our guns, if we haven't taken that decision and if we haven't set our standards accordingly. Similarly, you know, if, if we have a goal to, to be more creative or to be more present in our lives and to spend more time with our kids or with our partner, um, rather than being distracted by our smartphone and endlessly scrolling and liking and swiping and flicking on our phone, you know, if we're not committed to that and we haven't taken the decision that that's what we want to do in our lives, then we're going to have to exert willpower to make it happen. In our relationships as well, you know, if we're determined that actually we want to be more present, we want to be more loving and affectionate towards our partner and we want to, to, to invest more time just being present with them, you know, if, if we're not truly committed to that and we're kind of more tempted by the idea of going to the pub with our friends or, you know, just getting drawn into an argument and, and it takes willpower to do that, to, to avoid doing those things, then chances are we're going, to, we're going to highlight for ourselves that we haven't really taken the decision and we haven't set our standards around what we want to achieve. So I think just to wrap it up there, because hopefully you get where I'm coming from now, I don't believe it all comes down to willpower. I believe willpower is important to a small level in, ter in terms of maintaining the power of our will. But fundamentally, we need to have decided what it is that we want to achieve. We need to have the discipline to make ourselves stick to that de decision. And then we need to have the determination and the grit to follow through on it, all of which come down to the standards we maintain for ourselves. And if we have a lot of willpower, or if we require a lot of willpower to stick to it, then I think that's a really good indication that maybe we haven't really made the decision as much as we need to, and we need to revisit that before we carry on. So I hope you found that useful. Um, I certainly found it a bit of a revelation for myself when I came across the idea. Um, I'd really welcome your comments and your feedback. If you're enjoying this and if you've enjoyed this particular episode, I'd really welcome a, a five-star feedback or a thumbs up or a like or a share wherever you're viewing it or listening or watching or whatever you're doing with it. Um, in the meantime, I hope you're thriving and not just surviving and I'll see you next time. This is Toby Hazelwood saying goodbye.
This has been the Kintsugi Life Podcast from Toby Hazelwood. I hope you've enjoyed it and found it useful and I'd welcome feedback or contact from you to let me know your thoughts. You can reach out on toby at kintsugilife.co. Thank you.